beer is one of the oldest and most widely consumed alcoholic drinks in the world, and the third most popular drink overall after water and tea. It is produced by the brewing and fermentation of starches, mainly derived from some combination of malted barley wheat maize, rice, and oats. A jagoff is an English derogatory slang term from the Pittsburgh, PA region in the U.S. However, also widely used in the city of Chicago, particularly in Irish taverns. Beer, Beer. taverns, Tavern. calling out jagoffs. Jag-off. This could only mean one thing. I've got Dave from the Beer in Front podcast on this episode of Microbreak. This is Microbreak, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayo. Get ready to take a microbreak from the madness with me, 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 me. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Microbreak. I'm, of course, your host, Michael J. Mayone, and this is episode, what the hell is it, Dave? I don't even know. 63. Let's go with 63. I like that number. Yeah, why not? <laughs> and I got to look at mine like, oh, I don't even know what number I am anymore. Yeah, yeah. Folks, who am I talking to? There's another voice on the other end, and you know who it is because I have a title on the podcast. This is a guest spotlight, and I have Dave Z. Ha, ha, ha. I'm not going to even try to pronounce that again. Too many syllables for me. You can tell them. From the Beer in Front podcast. Amazing show. Hello, Dave. Say hello to my listeners. Michael, how are you today? Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. I remember I was on your show in April because you reminded me because I asked. And we talked about this, that, and the other thing. And what I love is that I'm down here in Jersey doing my thing. And you're up there in beautiful Chicago doing your thing, and uh, I wish I was up there in the summer because I really love the food and the culture and the pub scene. Every time I go up there, people want to take me to a pub. I must look like an alcoholic. I'm not sure. What about you? Does everybody, because you have the Beer in Front podcast, the name Beer in the title, does everybody want to take you to pubs and tell you about their beers and, and do alcoholics like worship you tell me tell me a little bit about that no, but I, How is it? I do get a lot of like people oh have you tried such and such or have you gone to such and such place so it works out to my benefit where i have a lot of friends who will just hand me beer oh okay no problem thank you so ah, yeah. free beer yeah. what a great show yeah i've got to get me a show like that yeah the micro beer podcast there you go i think we see i see a spinoff in your future micro drunk The podcast for alcoholics with the attention span of who gives a shit? Just give me another freaking beer. (laughs) Yeah, or spin out. (laughs) Let me tell you, I love your show. I I don't listen to a lot of independent podcasts. There's a handful. There's less than a dozen. I like the shorter ones, ones that are right to the point as yours is. Yours is really easy to digest. And that's what I love about it most. No pun intended, folks. What I love about it is it makes me want to drink. So I love to grab my own beer in front of me and compare to what you're drinking and I'll get into it. The problem that I have is that I like to listen to my podcast when I drive. (laughs) Folks, don't drink and drive. Do your drinking first and then go driving. 
Yes, that was a George Carlin reference. So tell our folks a little bit more about the show. A little snippet about your show, Beer in Front. And then, folks, we're going to actually do it right here live because Dave is dying to pop open his beer and I'm dying to pop open mine. And we are going to talk about beers on the show. So you're getting a little taste of his show on my show. So go tell us about your show, Dave. My show, uh, it's been getting longer, which, um, you know, I started out doing, you know, it's kind of like the micro break, the 15 minutes. Uh, Lately, it's branching out a little bit. I started right before the pandemic where initially I was going to go to breweries and talk to people there, you know, with COVID, everything kind of got laid Mm. by the wayside. So now the show is just, you know, sitting here in my second bedroom with the door closed, trying not to have the dog bark and (laughs) talking about just the beer that's in front of you. You know, sometimes the best beer is what's in your glass. You don't have to wait in line to get some new fancy trendy release or Wow. You know, spend 20 bucks on a beer. Sometimes just the beer that's in front of you is a damn good beer and we should appreciate it and enjoy it. And sometimes I enjoy having the beer in front of me as well as I enjoy having the the taps in front of me where I get to select and, and go on yeah. the flight, as you will. So before mm-hmm. we get into your podcast any deeper, because I do have a bunch of questions up in this little brain of mine, let's pop over in our beers. And since you are my guest, I want you to go first. So what do you got for us, Dave? I have from the Alesmith Brewing Company in San Diego. This is their Speedway Stout, which I'm a big fan of. But this one I have not had before, and this has coffee and coconut in it. So, oh, it's 12%. Oh, good for me. What? Yeah. 12%. Are you going to make it through the show? At the end of the show, Uh, he's not going to make it, folks. (laughs) So you got. So you're going to go ahead and pop it open for us. Try to give us a little sound because I think you got a can. Yeah. Oh man, was that loud? That's fantastic, (laughs) folks. There's no sound effects. That was an actual can opening. You'll have to trust me. This is an audio podcast. Now I don't hear the pour thanks to your noise gate, but let's see. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Oh, yeah. Look at how dark it is. So, it's folks, it's dark. It's got a nice head on it. The head is dark. It, it, Dave knows how to pour a freaking beer. That's an official glass. You have merch. Oh, I have merch. I Dave have actually, has yes. merch, folks. Yeah, And, so and of course, merch. you'll be able to go to the website and buy that merch, I'm sure. I'm going to have to get me No, I don't have now. anything up for sale. I just what? kind of give it away. Okay. Uh, I don't know what... A, I live um, in New it's Jersey. A work in progress. I live in New Jersey. I'll send you yeah. my address. You're damn yeah. right. I'm going to drink from your glass. I'll give you a. I have a pen that says "Don't be a jag off." I'll send you a pen. <laughs> and I'll only use it when a jack off doesn't come across my path, which will be never. So the pen will always have ink. Yeah. So so how's it taste? You just took a sip. Really? Wow. This is really good. It's you get a lot of the dark the dark malts. Nice. The, the chocolate notes to it. But then the coffee hits you and the coconut. This has like a lot going on, but it's all fantastic. I I feel like I'm in the tropics or Puerto Rico or a combination of Puerto Rico meets the tropics. Yeah, no, it's very good. I have one here. It's in a bottle. It's not as dramatic. This is from Dogfish Head. And this is their mango 
Smoothie. And of course, there's a lot of marketing jargon on their website, but let's get right down to the specs and the essence of micro break time. The ABV on this is 6.5, so I have to drink two of these to catch up to you. And the IBU is 17. And this is a new release for them. This actually came out in March of 2021. So this is new. It's a light orange, hazy, pale yellow head. Uh, The aroma says mango, vanilla, cadamon, pie crust, and citrus. But what I read in their notes, which I found interesting, maybe you can help me out with this, is they compare it to an Indian lassi. Have you, I mean, you know, one of those Indian mango lassis? Those no, uh, yogurt. It's like a yogurt. The cardamom in there and stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I can't get a sound out of this bottle, so I'll go like this. Okay, there you go, folks. There it is. It's open. <laughs> so let me uh, let me take a sip of this. Yeah, you know, marketing doesn't do it for me. All those different notes that are called out on beers doesn't do it for me. I, I like to know where I'm heading because sometimes your your palate can't figure out what that taste is, and sometimes it's nice that the producers will put that on there. The brewers will put that on there. So let's take a sip of this bad boy right out of the bottle. This is a bottle. Yeah. Okay. Very smooth it's not very heavy at all i'm used to i like stouts i like porters this is nothing like that i taste the vanilla the vanilla hit me first hmm yes and we've got plenty of them plenty so speaking of plenty you like your beer obviously hence the name beer in front podcast how long have you been drinking i mean have you always had a taste for beer or were you like a scotch guy and now you're a beer guy or you were a wino and suddenly you drink beer or do you like all alcohol uh not all i i've been mostly a beer person since you know i was old enough to drink and even you know beforehand it's always been beer for the most part it's been craft beer since i was 22 and Went on a trip to Boston with some friends of mine for the day and saw this beer called Samuel Adams. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm in Boston, you know, when in Rome, do as the Romans. So I'll have this Boston beer. Yep. And I was just blown away because you're so, or I was, I was used to growing up and we're the same age. We grew up with your Budweiser's of the world, your Miller's. Sure. Well, not Coors. Coors didn't get out here until later, but your bland lagers and you just poured that that deep caramel color you smelled it it's like what is this isn't beer what is this and ever since then i was hooked that was kind of the beginning of the craft beer boom back in early 90s so then they all started coming around and now it's my extra 50 pounds on me, the bags <laughs> under my eyes. The, <laughs> yes, those, that. Yeah, gluten-free so, beer. For, for you yeah. uh, gluten-free folks out there, drink wine. Okay, so yeah. moving on. So so beer, obviously you're in Chicago. Everybody knows because we were talking about the jag-offs. And, I, you know, I had to look that up because in Jersey, we kind of use that word, but we say jack-off. We spell mm. it with a C-K. You guys spell it with a G. Correct. Yes, it's uh, I think. Jago. Like, you know, you mentioned uh, in the intro that, yes, I believe it originated in Pittsburgh and we stole it, being the Jagoffs that we are in Chicago. (laughs) We stole it from them. But there have been articles written 
I believe it originated there and we stole it, but there's very few places that that say it. And I know I've been with friends from around the country and somebody cuts you off in a car. I'm like, you know, it's just natural. You, you jag off. And they look yeah. at you like, what are you talking about? We don't really use off. that word up here, Dave. Probably, <laughs> I'm probably starting to spread it. And people are be like, why are you talking like you're from Pittsburgh yeah. or Chicago? I said, I don't know. So, but other than beer in Chicago, and there's quite a bit of it downtown and, and even in the suburbs, I would think, because when people think of Chicago, they think of that city where Capone was, and that's pretty much it. But isn't there a lot of different districts and suburbs, and is there microbreweries in these districts and suburbs as well? Pretty much. Uh, mm. You know, Chicago is a huge metropolitan area but it's made up of neighborhoods you think of your fountain that you see on married with children you think <laughs> of downtown or wrigley field but it's all these different neighborhoods and they're their own little cities by themselves and then you have the suburbs which are different and most have you know in the last maybe 10 years it's exploded most neighborhoods have a brewery now or a decent beer bar where they have 20 different things on tap or what have you yeah beer garden or what do they call them uh, a poor yeah. house i you know i used to think it was poor house so i just figured everything was freaking cheap when oh, i got no. there and i'm like holy shit this is a lot of money <laughs> i love the microbreweries as well i love the pubs but i can't have too many beers without eating good food and that is, huh, we can do a whole show on the food of your hometown, your city, Chicago, because some of the best food I've ever put in my mouth has been from Chicago. No shit, I'm not sucking up to the host of beer in front, I'm telling you the fact. I travel all over the country and I've had, some, oh my God, so good. You just want me to mail you a beef oh, sandwich, shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hot beef, baby. And I want it soaking wet. Yeah, he knows what yes. I'm talking about, folks. Dips. What? Dip. Yeah. yeah, I said soaking wet. They said it's not raining. Um, so, <laughs> folks, we've got a half a show to go yet. You guys are in for a treat. So when we come back, we're going to talk about something to eat on this episode of Micro Break. So stick around. We'll be right back with Dave from Beer in Front. Don't go away. The Chicago-style pizza, the deep dish that we all rave about and we tie back to Chicago, is not the pizza that the locals eat, is that No, true? we don't eat that shit. No. <laughs> it's so funny. What do you eat? We eat this, what's called tavern cut. And it's like little mom-and-pop places. It's really thin, crispy. We don't cut it into triangles. We cut it into squares. They're tiny squares. Yes. Oh, we can have another show on pizza, yeah. I'm John. And we host the Beard Out Podcast, the podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And a bunch of other stuff. That's right. Do you like nostalgia? Do you like sibling banter? Do you like beer? Do you like Weird Al? Are you human? If you answered yes to any of those questions, give us a listen. Become one of our loyal commenters. 
and we're back. We're back with the second half. I hope you didn't miss us. We weren't gone very long, were we, Dave? Like, no, what, no, 30 we seconds. Gone. Yeah, I can't do I can't do ads that are a minute, two minutes because it's literally 20 percent of my show. Yeah, <laughs> Buy we got to keep it. Let's go. Yeah. I can't lose the format. You yeah. know, when the show started, it was like five or six minutes, me bullshitting in my car. And now, and by the way, some those are the highest downloaded episodes. Now, maybe because they're the oldest? Maybe? I'm not sure. What about you? Uh, do you find that your oldest episodes have the most listens, or is it just uh, depends on the subject or the beer that you're talking about? How's I that think work? it depends on the subject. And looking at my analytics, like the first 10 or 12 episodes I've just removed, they weren't good. I'm <laughs> I just removed them I'm like, no, no one needs to hear this. This is nonsense. But it's weird. The shows that I think are going to be off the charts, I get hardly any listens. That's so the funny. shows that are just suck, you know, there's no <laughs> guests. There's nothing. It's there's nothing. just my drunken ass rambling. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I'm like, I'm a fucking beer. I'm drinking. I'm just drinking. I'm fucking wish. I don't know. Fucking, uh, 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 with oh MSC brand, I fucking don't hear this fucking drunk mother and the fucking uh, two thousand downloads. What the fuck? I, fucking yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. The ones that you know, I work hard at, put a lot of effort in, get good guests. Well, now you know what to no, do. I, don't do shit. Don't yeah. do anything. Just be yourself. Be yeah. the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so. So on the first half, we were starting to dive into one of my favorite subjects because I consider myself a connoisseur on food. And we were going to start talking about food. And everybody, when you say fill in the blank, but it has to be food, you go Chicago. They go deep dish pizza. My boy, oh boy, did I learn a lot about the food of Chicago the multiple times that I have frequented the lovely city so you got the deep dish. You talked a little earlier about the, the, the Italian beefs, the Italian beefs sandwich. Now, if you say the hot beef sandwich or the hot beef, does that count? Is that the same exact thing? Or am I thinking of a whole different part of no, the No, it's uh, different. You might be getting it mixed up with the hot brown sandwich in Kentucky. But oh. here we just call them an Italian beef or just a beef sandwich. And okay. they're the same thing. Okay. Okay, so tell our folks, and then, oh gosh, guys, there's a huge one we haven't mentioned yet. Everybody's like, they're hanging on the edge. The listeners are like, what about the freaking hot dogs? The Chicago dog. By the way, folks, they don't call them Chicago dogs in Chicago. They call them red hots. So check this out, Dave. In New Jersey, this is the hot dog. It is a, it can be skinless. It can have skin. Usually it's a sabrette. If you're a big shot, Thumans, Sabret, one of those on a grill, on a on a barbecue grill or char, you know or a propane grill, we we grill it up, we stick it on a plain old bun, we put mustard on it, sometimes raw onions and sometimes chili, and it's called a chili dog or a Texas wiener. Even though we're in Jersey, we like to think we're down south. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Tell them where the red hot is. Tell them where the Chicago dog style is. Get ready for this, folks. You better be sitting down. All right. One, they're boiled. They're not grilled. So they really plump up. They are normally on a poppy seed bun. And they have 
There's everything. It's like a garden. No, 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 no. You're not going to go with everything. Stop it, Dave. Stop, 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 stop. Stop the presses, folks. He's not allowed to skip ahead. Remember, he's a local, so he's going to say, yeah, it's a poppy seed bum and all kinds of shit. They're delicious. No, I want you to tell him everything. So it's a boiled hot dog. It's on a poppy seed bun. Go with the next ingredient. All right. There are chopped up raw onions. Okay, good. You have this relish that is just unholy, this neon green that like you need to put sunglasses on to protect <laughs> your eyes. I don't know what in, what they put in this thing. It's like green highlighter color. It's ectoplasma. Yeah. You have like a pickle spear on there. There's tomatoes on there. You got tomatoes. Yeah. So you got this neon green relish. You got that raw onions. You got the poppy seed bun. Now, wait, folks, he's moving on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Keep up with us. Oh, we're not done. Yeah. Yes. There's tomatoes. There's like pickle slices on there. Okay. Keep going. The key to any good hot Here it dog. goes. Here it goes. Celery salt. <laughs> Boom, you have to have celery salt on your hot dog. That's it. <laughs> and then you have mustard and mustard only. Every sh- any place in Chicago that's reputable will not serve you ketchup. If you ask for ketchup on your hot dog, you will be kicked out. I and I've hate had ketchup on arguments hot dog. with people. There are books written: never put ketchup on your hot dog. <laughs> My wife is from Los Angeles originally. It's in our wedding vows that I love her even though she puts ketchup on her hot dog. That's in our wedding <laughs> See, box. That's the only pass, folks. That's the <laughs> only pass. For better or for worse, yeah. richer or poorer, sickness and in health, and even if you use ketchup on a hot dog, until yeah. death do us part. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so the celery salt is what blew me away. And here's the funny thing about the Chicago dog, the red hot. If you take one of those ingredients out, Dave, it's a different hot dog entirely. Yes. So don't tell me you got a Chicago dog unless you're giving me the list of everything that you just mentioned. And folks, here here's where it gets better. There's a chain in Chicago that, in my opinion, and now I'm going to forget the name, but you're going to tell me, it starts with a P. Yes, Portillo's. Portillo's. I make sure to frequent it every time I hit the Windy City. It's windy because our windbag jagoff politicians. Bada bing, bada boom. There it is, folks. <laughs> And <laughs> the jackals. <laughs> yeah. Unless they're trying to get you out of prison, then they're great. But half of them are in prison. So. <laughs> well, there's a little corruption going on yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, shit. We didn't even talk about the hot beef. Talk no. about the hot beef and tell me in Chicago and tell our listeners who makes the best hot beef. Oh, yeah. There's the Portillo's you mentioned is good. Uh, uh, yeah. An Italian beef sandwich is really, beef. it's shaved, super thin. It's marinated in this gravy with spices, and it's beef. served on a roll. You may call them hoagie rolls, a sub roll. Wherever you are, it's served on a roll, Italian bread. And some people have them wet. They literally take the whole sandwich and dip it in the au jus. And then it's topped with peppers. If you want hot peppers, sweet peppers, or both, it's on there. And And it's just delicious. So good. And the Patillos, folks, don't leave until you get a piece 
of the chocolate cake on the way out. Yes. But my favorite place to answer part two of your question, it's this place. It's a suburb. It's right outside Chicago in Elmwood Park called Johnny's. Johnny's. Johnny's Beef. They're outstanding beef sandwiches. You can get a nice cup of Italian ice for a little dessert to cleanse your palate afterwards. But Johnny's is the place to go. Folks, Johnny's is not a sponsor of this podcast. Let me tell you, we can talk Chicago because the beer, the food, the people, the culture, there's a lot going on up there. It's not just cold and snowy. Well, it is sometimes of the year, but not always. And you got Dave. Yeah. yeah, Dave Z. See how you say your last name again, Dave? Zalatoris. Zalatoris. Now, is that the Irish? That's Lithuanian. Lithuanian. I knew yes. it wasn't Irish, and I didn't yes. want to guess. Yes. <laughs> is there a Lithuanian beer? Is there such thing? There are some, and actually, Chicago is, or was, I don't know, but it was. A, there was a huge hub of Lithuanian immigrants here in the early 1900s and that's where my father's side of the family emigrated from and they were in this area and there's still pockets of it but it's not as big as it used to be but chicago was a big lithuanian capital like also chicago has more people of polish descent than anywhere else in the world outside of poland Oh, I feel right at home. Yeah, I, I'm a good a good part of half of me is Polish. Yes, uh, my dad's last name was Grupinski. May mm-hmm. he rest in peace. And uh, I love pierogies. Oh yeah, I love a homemade pierogi, folks. No, not Mrs. T's. Oh. Dave, you and I both know we can go on and on and on about beer and about food, but this is micro break, folks, and unfortunately. Our time has come to an end. Boy, oh boy, I've had a great time with you, Dave. Oh, yes, I appreciate it. Folks, I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to my podcast and you're subscribed, I wouldn't steer you wrong. I would never recommend another podcast unless I think that you will like it. So I want you to subscribe to Beer in Front. Dave, I know how to reach you, but how do our folks at home reach you? For the podcast... You could find it on all the major platforms and even the minor platforms. Hopefully you could find it. I have a website that's still a work in progress, beerinfront.com, where I have all the links to where you could find me. Twitter and Instagram, it's beerinfront. Or if you just want to send me an email or whatever, it's dave at beerinfront.com. And not my first name is not Dave at like the one episode I mentioned a couple weeks ago where I'm having this argument with the person and they're like, I don't understand. <laughs> Davat. No, I'm telling you my email address. My name isn't Davat. So it's Dave <laughs> at beerinfront.com. Any last words before I close the show? No, nothing, Michael. I appreciate you having me. It means a lot. I'm a big fan of you and your show and We've known each other for months and correspond, so it's great to be on the Micro Break Show. I appreciate it, sir. Thank you so much. And folks, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow me as well. You know how to find me. I'm right here. I'm talking to you right now. I'm right here. What are you looking for? I'm right here in front of you. You don't have to look. I'm here. Right here. And I'm a freaking nut job. And you can also find me on Twitter at micro underscore break. 
at micro, the little line that's very low, break. Folks, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you.